You're listening to Astroscope, astrology podcast by Mark Lerner and Great Bear Enterprises. This podcast is sponsored by Buzzword Consulting and Forfame.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to podcast number 17. This is a continuation of our series having to do with the United States Progressed Sun and the United States Progressed Palace, Palace Athena, as I'm calling her, in a rare conjunction that's never happened before in American history since our Declaration of Independence on July 4th of 1776, and won't happen again for over 400 years. Now, if you've been following the series, I don't want to go back over everything. There's all kinds of charts that have been provided if you're on the Great Bear website, referring to different people and events that have happened. And what I'd like to do now, the last podcast I did was back almost exactly a month ago. Um, And it's been a busy time for all kinds of news and stories, as you're probably aware. So the last one was done June 20th, one day before I was on Coast to Coast Radio, talking about some of these kind of things and other events. So, so many things have happened. I've got about 16 or 17 points that I'd like to bring up with very little editorial comment. However, what I want to do is go into the future first to next week, because right now it is July 21st, and we know that the new supposed Mueller testimony before the United States Judiciary Committee uh, for approximately three hours and then follow-up of two hours with the, uh, the, the House Intelligence Committee Everything was postponed from the date that it was supposed to happen, July 17th, to make sure that Robert Mueller had more time and more time to prepare and that all the different people in the House would be able to ask their questions. So this is all supposed to happen now this coming Wednesday, July 24th. When, um, the, when the information came out and when I did the last podcast and they speculated or they thought, oh, okay, he's going to appear in the morning around nine o'clock Eastern time on Wednesday, July 17th. That date, which is now several days ago, as I'm doing this particular podcast, that date showed a lot of conflicts. On that date, Venus and Pallas Athena were in an exact square. They were uh, Venus with the North Node of the Moon, a point of incredible fate and destiny, um, was at the Pluto discovery point, and interestingly, Pallas Athena at 17 plus of Libra in the sky was exactly on President Trump's natal stationary Jupiter. So that was when it was expected that Robert Mueller, even though he would stick to his report, would be hauled before the Congress, as most of us know, or many of you know, he had given a statement back on May 29th, in the morning of May 29th. That was one day after the exact USA progressed sun and progressed palace Athena conjunction by what's called secondary progressions based on our birth chart for the country, July 4th of 1776. That was the date. Um, and I had done so many different research projects as I've explained in these podcasts over the last several years about that. And and one other reminder, again, palace Athena is the key planetary body and the key asteroid relating to intelligence gathering. I'm just reminding you all of this knowledge and wisdom seeking, um, the search for justice and to overturn miscarriage of justice. Uh, Pallas Athena has so many other archetypes, but is connected very much to courts, 
to attorneys, uh, connected to technology that tries to protect us uh, as a people, uh, as, as a citizenship re regarding our voting rights to protect our water systems and our nuclear systems and everything else from hacking and all kinds of other disturbances. So everything that's not only human intelligence, but human ingenuity and also f fighting for the rights of all people to be able to live out their truth and express themselves fairly and so on. So we have this exact, rare, so very rare, progressed Sun, Pallas, Athena conjunction for our nation. And that became exact on May 28th. But if you look at a progressed chart now for the United States, and I've, I've got one on my computer screen right now, there's only six minutes of arc, which is one-tenth of one degree of the zodiac, for those of you who understand the power of orbs. So even though the exact date of the sun by progression with Pallas Athena by progression in the United States secondary progressed chart, even though the exact date was May 28th, here we are on Ju July 21st, and they're still in a conjunction. And that's why I've said all along in this series, these archetypes that I've been sharing, these events, these people, it's going to keep on going. Because um, in astrology, an orb of even a half degree or one degree, and so we're not going to get to a, to a separation degree of a degree of the zodiac between the progressed sun and the progressed palace in the United States chart till next year, till a year from now. So now that we've had the exact cycle, and by the way, the day that Robert Mueller then did his eight-minute statement was the next morning after May 28th, the exact date. And on that date, there was a moon, a moon palace exact opposition that was occurring when he gave his speech. And the day after was palace stationary in the sky, what we call the transit of Pallas Athena, which had been going retrograde in the sign of Libra, which is the key sign of justice uh, or the miscarriage of justice. So Pallas was already in that sign and is still located there. So it's still there. And so we not only had this rare event for the United States that never happens, Sun and Pallas coming together by progression, May 28th, it's still happening now. It's still very close. It will still be very close months from now. And what I've been reporting is the overwhelming evidence. And not just in politics. It's not just in Congress. Okay, as, I'll, as you'll hear in this session, I'm going to bring up the women's soccer team. Totally connected, intimately connected with this whole process. Um, and the terrible situation with this Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein character and who was uh, arrested also in New York after having been arrested many years ago uh, from sex trafficking and other things and had gotten a sweetheart deal. So he's part of this whole equation too. What I'm saying in all of this is this is like a giant Pallas Athena jigsaw puzzle. And let's remember the United States born July 4th, 1776. Moon is conjunct Pallas. Moon conjunct Pallas Athena in that chart. And that's the chart we've been working with particularly with all of my studies and research and uh, people rectifying charts, even though there are other astrologers and people out there who will say, oh, no, the United States was born in August of, of 1776 because it wasn't signed by everybody on July 4th or it was two days before or it was the Articles of Confederation or it wasn't that or it's even a person I honor very much, Jim Lewis, who passed away many years ago. Uh, the founder of astrocartography, and, and he was a firm believer in the Battle of Lexington and Concord, the shot heard around the world. And it's an amazing chart and it's very powerful. But 
I don't believe that that's the chart for uh, the United States of America. It's a chart for fighting with the British. It's a chart that's very significant, just like the chart for when George Washington took the oath of office, which I call uh, the chart of presidential power, which happened in New York City. Okay, it didn't happen in Philadelphia, and Washington, D.C. wasn't a place yet. And that happened on April 30th of 1789 in the early afternoon. And I work with that chart a whole lot. And both the strength of presidents and their weaknesses is often found by looking at that chart. There's also the chart for when the United States Constitution was drafted in Philadelphia, September 17, 1787. But guess what? It didn't come into effect until the following summer, after nine of the 13 colonies finally okayed the Constitution, then it became ratified in an effect. And then the government itself didn't get started till March 4th, a date I've been talking about a whole lot, because at March 4th every year is when we used to inaugurate presidents with the sun transiting at 14 plus a Pisces. And this is exactly where the sun and Pallas Athena have, have made their conjunction this year, 14 plus a Pisces. So I've been reporting about the 14 plus of Pisces. I've also been reporting of the zero plus Aquarius. That'll make more sense again in this session. The zero plus Aquarius is the date that all presidents starting in 1937 with Franklin Roosevelt, the sun is at zero plus Aquarius. And that changed a whole lot because we had a grand triangle in this country, which is when we let, when basically people go to the polls in early November, when the sun is in the what we call the middle decanate of Scorpio, and that makes a trine and a flowing relationship to the founding of the country at the Declaration of Independence, July fourth, seventeen seventy six, with the sun in Cancer, and then the the uh, the beginning of government, March fourth of seventeen eighty nine. Even though there wasn't a quorum, that was in a sense the archetypal beginning of the function of the federal government. You can see more about that kind of chart and energy in Dane Rudyard's great book, The Astrology of America's Destiny. And he was my main mentor. And if you want to read more about why it's the Declaration of Independence, which is the representation of when a child is born, they're declaring independence from their mother. And what we were doing was declaring our independence from Mother England. And that's the date, July 4th of 1776. The question that a lot of people, astrologers who are into rectification is what time of day did it happen? And so there have been disputes about that. But nevertheless, um, this grand triangle and in astrology we have, that energy field is a big part of a kind of national symbology. It's also a spiritual energy in Pythagorean numerology and in numbers and in uh, metaphysics, the, the triangle, the think of the Trinity and in astrology, what's called the seven rays and the three primary rays, and you can go on and on, but in the world's trinities of of uh, religious, uh, whether it's Christianity or, or uh, Buddhism or Hinduism and so on, uh, and, and other religions, we have this triune type of God or understanding and in many other mythologies as well. And so uh, the United States came into being, and in its sort of political structure with voting, we had this neat grand triangle water signs. But that was changed under federal uh, Franklin Roosevelt for various reasons. It had to do with lame duck congresses and wanting to get the president to be inaugurated sooner after a November election. So instead of waiting from one November to March 4th, which was a long time, in the beginning of the government, 
you know, the, we, we still have things like Pony Express. You, you have no TV, you have no radio. So they wanted to create a kind of wider period of time from one election and the end of the old administration that the new people would have several months to get into office by March 4th. And that's why the government was was created that day. But you have to remember founding fathers, founding mothers, the people who were into the founding of the country. It was a little bit more esoteric than that. And we know a lot of those people were involved with Freemasonry free and all kinds of spiritual understanding. Anyway, back to the task at hand here. So um, what is what I'd like to actually talk about is what happened. This is kind of interesting. Let's look at the future of what's supposed to happen. Okay, because I'm doing this July 21. Robert Mueller is scheduled to be sharing Congress starting maybe 8.30 in the morning on July 24th, coming up in a couple of days. Now, I am not... I don't like to make predictions in astrology. I think astrology is much better used if we look back on events that have happened. And I've written what's called the Cosmic Calendar that you're welcome to subscribe to for a year or two years or just to get your feet wet for a month. And I've been doing it for 38 years. So we can look at any date. And I've been doing this for 38 years. Cosmic Calendar used to be at the centerpiece of my uh, pioneering astrology magazine. First it was a newspaper, then a magazine for 20 years. Cold Welcome to Planet Earth. That went from 1981 to 2000. And after that ceased of uh, printed publication, then we've been doing a lot of websites. But the cosmic calendar has gone on. It's now 38 years. And so I write about every day, you know, what's happening, all sun, moon, planets, four main asteroids, Chiron, the nodes of the moon, aspects, even what are called quintiles based on dividing the circle uh, in five, uh, 72 degree angles, which are very significant. So they're also in the cosmic calendar and a lot of unusual events like eclipses, new moons, and full moons. But so we can look ahead and we can look ahead July 24th. And guess what? Okay, it's actually assuming Robert Mueller gets to testify and that William Barr doesn't pull some kind of fast one or uh, they pull the rug out from under it for various reasons. And the other thing is, I do believe he will probably wind up testifying. But I, I would make a general prediction here. I'm laughing because I just, it'll be kind of curious to see what, what's going to happen. What will President Trump, what ace will he pull out of his sleeve to point in another direction? Will it be Iran, some kind of event where we're issuing some kind of declaration, warning to Iran, or there's a, you know, some kind of event where the cameras have to shift away from Robert Mueller and the testimony because this very serious crisis is happening, what, what I might call, and, and I'm sure this is in preparations within our government now, some kind of what is often called a false flag kind of a thing. But even if it's not an official false flag where the events that we might hear about, this would be all to, to get everybody away from watching Robert Mueller testify. And he's going to be conservative anyway. He's a conservative fellow. He, he doesn't want to be, uh, he didn't want to be subpoenaed. But what's interesting on that day is there's going to be a quarter moon, last quarter moon by that evening, which is often a time of crisis, sun and moon in a square formation. So we've got that kind of at the end of the day after he's testified, when the news media is trying to get together with whatever has happened that day. So let's assume for a moment that he does get to testify somehow. I mean, I, I still think that's open to question, but let's see, he finally does it. Mercury retrograde and Venus are now in a conjunction, and it's more auspicious to actually hear him, I mean, auspicious for the country, 
I'm not talking about the fact of whether you're left or right or you believe it was a hoax like the president says in a witch hunt or you don't and, and want to hear the truth of what happened and why it happened and why Mueller did what he did. So we're getting Mercury and Venus, which is an amazing combination, and they're exactly on the North Node Palace conjunction in Robert Mueller's chart. So that chart was given out in different, uh, it's one of the earlier podcasts, and I gave it out in an Earth Aquarius news article, which is also on our website at Great Bear Enterprises. So in Robert Mueller's birth chart, one of the reasons he's central casting in terms of Palace Athena with this, I mean, one of the main characters here, and I've, I've given out the information of Justin Amash, way on the right wing, libertarian, conservative, who has the same Pallas Athena as Alexandria Acosta-Cortez. Um, and that when he came in, uh, Justin Amash, nine years ago, he was the young fellow, had just had a Saturn return. And now uh, the young Alexandria uh, uh, Acosta-Cortez, who's only 29, having her Saturn return, she's way on the left side of things politically. And they have exactly the same Pallas Athena, exactly the same degree. I think it's three plus Aries, and I was astounded. They're like they're like the bookends of this thing. So on and on in the series, what we're finding, I've I've reported about Thomas Jefferson's birth chart, where he's born when Venus and Pallas are an exact trine. It's the closest alignment for the person who the main person who wrote the Declaration of Independence, the third president of the United States. He's on Mount, Mount Rushmore. Under his um, first term, we discover Pallas Athena in the sky, and and in his own administration chart for March 4th, 1801, which I reported about either one or maybe two podcasts ago, what do we find? Venus conjunct Pallas Athena, elevated in his at the time of his uh, inauguration. What happens during his administration? Lewis and Clark go out, go out to the Northwest. There's a Louisiana purchase, which makes the country like an enormous in size, not every state of the union, but it, it double, more than doubles the United States and its territories. There's so much took place with these different presidents and different time periods. So they're all part of this Pallas Athena energy. Again, let's never forget Declaration of Independence, Pallas Athena is with the moon. The other thing I brought out was that the discovery chart for Uranus, which led to the American victory over the British in 1781, and that chart is from March 13, 1781, which created a whole revolution in Europe with the discovery of Uranus, and I've reported about that. Suddenly, after working with it for 30 years or 40 years, I've been an astrologer for 47 years, and I looked at that chart a whole lot. What do I discover? Because I'm doing this work on Pallas Athena and the United States Sun together in, by progression. Turns out that the Pallas Athena in 1781, when Uranus is discovered, is exactly returning to where it was in Aquarius when the United States came into being at the Declaration of Independence in 1776, because the asteroids have a cycle of about four to five years, and that's the time period between the Declaration of Independence, declaring our independence as a country from England, Pallas Athena is with the moon, late Aquarius, and then it comes back, makes a, makes a return with the discovery of Uranus, in March of 1781, and that leads to Yorktown and the American victory over the British in October of that year. So we're finding extraordinary connections, and Pallas Athena is not just intelligence gathering, it's not just the search for justice, it's not only how we protect ourselves. This has to do with some of the mythology of Pallas Athena, 
um, in terms of creating shields. Um, it goes back to the mythology of Perseus uh, slaying the Gorgon Medusa and all kinds of inventiveness and ingenious energy that comes out of this uh, asteroid daughter archetype. And it's not just the father's daughter, even though that's often considered the main archetype of Pallas Athena being born full, full armored from her father, Jupiter or Zeus. Um, she's also the mother's daughter. So the whole idea of the daughter archetype and the intelligence and the knowledge and the wisdom and the search for justice and being a fighter for justice and a fighter to overturn miscarriage of justice, as well as, as Eleanor Bach, um, who brought us the first asteroid ephemeris, um, wrote in so many of her articles about uh, the mundane or earth type astrology of the asteroids, that Pallas Athena has to do with uh, citizenship and citizenry and um, protecting um, our defense department and other departments like, again, water, nuclear, electricity, and so on. Because Pallas Athena has a lot to do with DNA and the genetic code and, and the genius and inventiveness that comes into the humanity if we're operating at least on the higher levels and not on the lower levels of consciousness. Okay, so what's going to happen, as I said, assuming Robert Mueller testifies this coming Wednesday, early in the morning, long day, uh, Mercury retrograde conjunct Venus exactly on top of Pallas Athena in late Cancer and the North Node in Robert Mueller's chart. He's born August 7, 1944. I fully expect, though, there will be some kind of things that will happen that day. And to try and get the news media away from that, maybe even some kind of, again, because there's a last quarter moon that day, later that night, a crisis in America, anything that would either delay, again, the Robert Mueller testimony or throw some monkey wrench in there so that he can't really testify or that there's this whole other commotion having to do with the Middle East or some other kind of a thing where the key would be, uh, this is just guesswork, and I hope it doesn't happen, that the President of the United States wants to be seen as a winner, that he's doing the nation's business, that he's being very presidential. And so the last thing he would want on July 24th is just that everybody's watching Robert Mueller, that's all that's happening, and there's no national or international events. So um, I sure hope that there are no international events and no crises, but I will be shocked if there isn't an attempt, at least, to get the news media away from that or even to have Robert Mueller somehow not show up or something weird happen. So when it happens, it happens. If it does happen, it'll be great. And if it gets delayed, then we'll see what happens there. Now, here's the interesting part of all this. Okay, so we know that it's a significant day, July 24th. By the way, before I forget, coming up this Tuesday, the day before that on July 23rd, and this is gonna happen uh, in the evening, there'll be another moon-palace opposition. What I'm finding, even though this whole series is about the sun and palace Athena by progression, secondary progression for the United States birth chart coming together, which exactly happened again May 28th, which is continuing to happen because it's so close by orb. Um, even though that's a progression and progressions move very slowly, at the same time, because the United States came into being with the moon conjunct palace, and they're at the same degree, like 27 of Aquarius. That's why we've been finding over the last several months, whenever the moon is with palace in the sky, or now recently when the moon is opposite palace, we keep having these events. And to remind you, on March 22nd, in the sky, moon conjunct palace Athena uh, in Libra, 
Okay. Uh, what happened there was on that particular date um, was when the, the uh, Mueller report went to William Barr, which then, and I've already reported about this, then two days later, after William Barr received it, um, that's when William Barr made a statement that Robert Mueller was upset about, where it didn't characterize the report the way that Robert Mueller wanted to. And then we have April 18th, exactly one lunar cycle later with another moon palace conjunction exact that's the date when the redacted Mueller report was was given out to the country given to the congress given to the press so on those two extraordinary dates of the release of the Mueller report one to the attorney general march 22nd exact moon conjunct palace and then 27 days later the next exact moon palace conjunction the report is released and redacted and then by the way may 15th was the next moon palace conjunction and initially the judiciary department um a, a part judiciary committee excuse me within uh, the house wanted Mueller to testify on that date on may 15th and in fact one of the persons from the committee was on the news a couple of days before and they said well we're trying to get him to come in but it didn't happen and the, and when it didn't happen um there were all kinds of other Moon Pals events, and I did already uh, talk about that. Then the next Moon, uh, th then the next Moon Palace opposition was May 29th, the day uh, after the progression of Sun and Palace in the U.S. chart took place, and that was the morning that Mueller gave it an eight-minute statement, and that was during an exact Moon Palace opposition, which was extraordinary. So that showed me that these Moon Palace conjunctions and oppositions, we should expect that we're going to keep having Palace Athena type events. So what did, what happened after that? On June 11th, okay, as an example, what happened at that Moon Palace conjunction? That's when the women's soccer team, the national soccer team, won 13 to nothing over Thailand, which eventually led over the course of the next uh, month um, until July 7th, which was two days before the next Moon Palace conjunction, when they beat the Netherlands to win the championship. And that's the same weekend, which we'll get to in a moment, of the synchronicity of Jeffrey Epstein being arrested in New York. And I, I'm trying to bring this together because you might say, well, what does this have to do with Palace Athena? And Palace Athena has a lot to do with genius, particularly even if it's in sports, particularly in sports, and particularly for women, since Palace Athena is a feminine archetype of the American women working together over several weeks to win that tournament, where they win it, and on the same weekend, we hear about this terrible um, Jeffrey Epstein, I mean, the alleged thing of sex trafficking from years before, and that he continued to do it, and he's arrested in New York. And if you think through the archetype, the shadow archetype of, of young girls being brought into slavery through sex trafficking through this person, and then, of course, there's all these power people involved in this. So now that's this ongoing issue. I'll get get into that more. But the juxtaposition of Palace Athena with the moon and that particular weekend as the women win the championship over the Netherlands July 7th, the next moon palace conjunction was then July 9th, and they wind up um, going in a ticker tape parade um, the morning of July 10th. So as we approach that moon palace conjunction the weekend of July 7th, as the moon is nearing palace, we have Jeffrey Epstein um, again, this is all the issue of miscarriage of justice from an earlier trial and him giving a sweetheart deal. Now they suddenly raided his New York 
you know, mansion and found all kinds of things. And in the last few days, um, this is now, because this is now July 21, I think it was last Friday or th- th- maybe it was this, this past Monday, um, July would have been, let's see, July 20th. Yeah, I think it was July, uh, no, before July 20th, sorry. It would have been uh, July, uh, I think it was July 18th, that um, when he went to court, they decided, no, he can't be released. It's too dangerous. So he's hanging around in some jail cell uh, because it's too dangerous for him to get out of there. So um, it, we'll get into that in a moment. Um, the, the thing I want to say, finalizing about what may happen next week, who knows what will happen. It's a very hard thing to predict in this environment whether or not um, somebody's going to testify before Congress, because as you know, a lot of people have been called, and then and then between William Barr or President Trump or other people, they say, no, you're not going to testify. And therefore, we've never been in this situation in an extreme way, even during the next Nixon time or the Clinton time. We've never had um, a chief executive of the country, let alone an attorney general, um, in cahoots here to do all these things, regardless of whether or not they think or a good percentage of the public believe it's okay for them to do that. Um, to In my way of looking at things, uh, Pals Athena is an overarching energy that is extremely powerful in the United States birth chart. It's become very, very powerful as women have received the right to vote in the last hundred years. And with the Me Too movement and all kinds of other things relating to the feminine, uh, being respected and honored in our country, as just happened particularly with the women's soccer team, um, coming up into this prominence right at the point where we're hearing all these dreadful stories of the sex trafficking and also the, the plight of all the migrants and particularly the women and children and the men, but the women and children and the families who are kept in this these terrible conditions. Uh, part of this is, again, getting the knowledge out, getting the information out. That's a palace Athena issue. You know, like we don't want a blockage or distortion of what is going on in these centers, you know, on the border between the United States and Mexico or in the Southern borders. And to find the truth out, to find, get the knowledge and the information out is this sort of, uh, these different reporters and Congress people and other people trying to get in there to find out what are these conditions to of you know to rectify misjustice of of how we treat people coming in to our country because they're not just just coming in here for drugs as the president would say or they're rapists or this or that as he started his campaign we've got real serious problems in many of the countries in central america and so there's they're trying to escape there's there's gang violence there just as there is here and they're um, the families are trying to get their children away from there. And so um, there's there's all these different questions. And at the same time, we had the whole census issue and the citizenship issue coming before the Supreme Court and where the government of Trump and uh, Barr and Pence are all trying to say, oh, no, let's squeeze in the citizenship test uh, for the next census. So this is also part of whether the country is going to be represented in an equal way, fair and balanced in terms of the whole population, or whether we're going to resort to a um, uh, uh, a kind of white male chauvinist superiority kind of uh, way of looking back and undermining all the progress that's been made, you know, in terms of um, 
civil rights and equal rights and everything, whether you agreed with him or not during the Obama years. And now we see an overturning of whether it's uh, the environmental rules and civil rights you know, rules and some of these other things and just the, just the fair treatment of women and children and uh, minorities and so on. So this is all part of the 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 um, fight for equality and justice. One other thing about the women that I wanted to bring out with the soccer team, when when uh, they first they won that thirteen to nothing game, when the Moon and Palace were together, there was a New York Times article, and I may have reported this the last time, but they were fighting. This team has been fighting for equal pay, not just you know, hey, we're great and we're women and we can work together and we're sort of the daughters of America and we're fighting, you know, uh, we're fighting for justice as well. And when they won that last game, which occurred in France and they beat uh, the Netherlands two to nothing, the crowd, and of course there are a lot of Americans there, but the whole crowd were shouting equal pay, equal pay, equal pay, because that has to do with the whole respect for women to be equal to men. And this all goes back to, um, Trump's defeating Hillary Clinton and, you know, the, the fact that Hillary Clinton had more popular votes and there are these issues now of the Electoral College and whether America should keep it or not. There are fears from the left that uh, the president and Vice President Pence could very well win another Electoral College majority next time through different states and putting certain electoral votes together, but he might lose again the popular vote the way that the country seems to be moving. Uh, with the the House going Democratic in the 2018, um, the the election last year. So um, having said all that, the other thing that was remarkable about the July 17th day, which was last Wednesday, when Mueller was supposed to testify but didn't because it was delayed to this coming Wednesday, July 24th, that was the date of Venus Square Palace with the nodes involved. So when I had looked at that date a couple of weeks before, and I reported about that chart, even gave the chart out with the last podcast, assuming that, that he would be actually giving his testimony, I didn't feel 100% good about it, that it would actually happen. Partly because Venus and Palace were square, and the nodes were involved, and it seemed like something's probably going to come up, but I didn't say that. I just assumed it would be fine. That's why I'm hedging my bets about July 24th, and even if Mueller does get to appear, that there aren't some shenanigans that will go on with our leaders to pull the cameras away and point to, oh, you know, we have the serious thing happening in the Persian Gulf or something's happening with Venezuela or some other thing, or even like there's a power failure in Washington and we don't get to see uh, Robert Mueller. Who knows what, I mean, could actually happen. And it might happen the day before, which would then create another postponement or the night before or the morning or something. But I really seriously doubt whether um, the president of the United States, William Barr, uh, the vice president and other members of the White House, partial to the president, are just going to be sitting around eagerly listening to Robert Mueller. And that's all that they have not planned for other events or that they might throw some other big news. It doesn't have to be an adverse event. It could be, oh, you know, the president decides to um, honor those four women that he has been negating with his tweets. So here's the irony. That night, July 17th, in order to already deflect which should have been Mueller appearing, which didn't happen, the president decided to go to Greenville, North Carolina and give a rally speech for his next you know, election. And that's where he started to um, point out the four women, minority Democrat congresswomen, 
and lump them all together that they're socialists, they're communists, they hate America, they hate Israel, which led to the chant of send them back at the at that uh, particular rally. And then the president trying to disavow and then unavow un, un, un and whether or not the daughter Ivanka or Melania talked to him and told him to mellow out or not. And of course, the Republicans saying, no, he's not racist and on and on. So here's the, the irony is that had it been the Mueller, had Mueller actually testified and it wasn't delayed, maybe that wouldn't have happened. He would have been ranting, you know, hoax, you know, witch hunt that night. And he wouldn't, in other words, he needed, <laughs> he needed to blast who the, the other side. So instead of blasting all the things that would have happened during the Mueller report that day, he wound up isolating these four women, which has created this other crisis. So now we lead, that leads us to July 24th. And if it does happen, just keep in mind all these unusual situations going on. Mercury retrograde, conjunct Venus, exactly on uh, the North Node and Pallas Athena for Robert Mostrart. And by the way, opposite the United States Pluto, which has to do with underworld repressions and explosive kind of things and extreme energies below the surface that could easily erupt. And again, that there's a quarter moon that day. And there are other alignments going on, but we'll see what happens. And eventually, uh, my next podcast will be probably um, after the next new moon and Mercury goes direct, which, by the way, happens uh, on the night of July 31st. Um, and before I forget, so... Um, the next moon palace conjunction, I want to make sure this is in here for all of you to gear up for that one, is August 5th. It'll be late at night. That's a Monday. That's the next moon palace conjunction. And that's going to be a 23 of Libra, which is, by the way, if, you go, if you've ever studied or heard about fixed stars, there, there's Spica and Arcturus in different constellations. They're both considered rather favorable. But at any rate, the next moon palace conjunction August 5th, a Monday in the evening, um, we'll see what wants to develop then. And hopefully I will have done, I will do my next podcast by maybe the 2nd or 3rd of August, I'm hoping. So one other thing, uh, let me just go through some of the other events here. I've sort of sprinkled them around. <laughs> I'm reading from, uh, these are all events over the last month that are all related to Palace Athena in one form or another. So they're more like, think of them as bullet points on, on a piece of paper. So the Nancy Pelosi versus the, the, the these congresswomen on the left, where there's a, a kind of revolution in the Democratic Party, that is again a sort of internal Palace Athena energy. You've got more of these daughter archetypes, the younger women who have more revolutionary left-leaning ideas, and Nancy Pelosi being the old hand, she's in her 70s, um, trying to maintain control, the issue of whether there would be impeachment or not impeachment, and those kind of things. So that's taking place. That's within the Democratic Party. I've already reported about the Epstein, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, and that horror story. So these issues of women, where the president keeps falling into, or not falling into, but sort of expressing what most people consider to be racist sentiments, even though he will say things like, I don't have a racist bone in my body. But if you look at the facts of what has happened between his father and real estate and what happened in New York City, and that's where I'm from, you will know a lot more, you know, casinos and bankruptcies and the art of the deal and the different authors who have now come out who co-wrote the art of the deal and these other ones and who say, well, the guy that you think is on the level and this, you know, uh, amazingly, um, 
charismatic person has some really serious character flaws. But this is why I feel that on July 24th, if Mueller was testifying, what we need, what the president will want to have is that he's the winner because he has to win at everything. So even if he were just watching TV at the end of it, you know, we'd say, okay, Mueller said there could be this, there could be that. There's no total proof. I'm still president of the United States. I'm the winner. He's the loser. It was a witch hunt, you know, and on and on. So that's what's going to happen there one way or another, even if it happens. The thing about Jeffrey Epstein, which is going to throw a pale, I believe, over the next election is the fact that his son is at one of Aquarius. And I'm not going to repeat all of this again, but I've shared many times now how one Aquarius, which is where every president now gets inaugurated every four years when the sun is at one of Aquarius. And next year, there are all these different Jupiter-Saturn in December of 2020, Mars conjunct Saturn in March of 2020, and the next palace station next May of 2020, all at one of Aquarius. And now Jeffrey Epstein's son is illuminating all of that. And this is an equal opportunity, both which could sort of throw all kinds of light into negative things about President Clinton, as well as President Trump and other powerful figures due to Jeffrey Epstein with the sex trafficking and different kinds of things that have been pushed below the surface where through his money and through his contacts, he's um, he's tried to wriggle out of all kinds of legal issues. But now he this zero plus or one of Aquarius illumination may come to haunt President Trump as well as former President Clinton, many other celebrities and unusual people. And by the way, there are women who were assisting him as well. Jeffrey Epstein. So this isn't just one bad guy. He, uh, I guess, co-opted uh, his girlfriend and then other women, at least with the charges in the alleged uh, sex trafficking, to get these un underage women. So again, daughters, the idea of Pallas Athena and fighting for justice for those women, fighting for uh, women, migrant women and children, mothers and daughters, fathers and daughters coming over the border. And then we see the president of the United States um, calling out um, these women in Congress, telling them, go back to where you came from, when his own wife is from another country, when his first wife was from another country. This is the president of the United States, where he himself, his family has Germanic roots. Their name was not Trump originally. His, na his own name is a, an, an English or Americanized form of their original name. So for him to be calling these people, and we do live in a country, the whole idea is, as Reagan, President Reagan even said that um, this is the only country where anyone can come from somewhere else and become an American. But if you're, you know, um, an American can't go to Fran France and become a Frenchman and, and a person in this country can't go to Italy and become an Italian. I mean, the reverse isn't true. So. America is an idea, and it's an ideal, and it isn't um, my country right or wrong, and um, the president should know better. And one other thing to remind everyone, I'll get into this in another podcast, the president, I've said this before, is at the end of a 29 and a half year progressed sun-moon cycle. He should be doing more meditation, affirmation, I don't assume he's doing this, and think more clearly about the mistakes he's made. Everyone should do that. I went through one a couple of years ago. I even remember the one from 30 years ago. Uh, at the end of a sun-moon cycle, it's what we call the dark of the moon or the balsamic uh, moon phase. And everybody has these on pro secondary progress cycles every 29 and a half years. So this would take President Trump back to 1990 when he had a progressed new moon in Leo. 
Now in middle of September, he's going to have a progressed new moon in Virgo, but he's in the last two months of the old cycle. So the last thing that anybody should be doing in one of these cycles is throwing around all kinds of epithets about what these women should do or they shouldn't do. I mean, they should be, be, be honored for the fact that with their different backgrounds, they were able to get into Congress and to be able to have views. I mean, Thomas Jefferson is, is said to have actually made a statement at one point that it would be good for America to have a revolution every 20 years. And he is the, the author of the Declaration of Independence. And had he and Washington and Franklin and all these other people lost that war, they would have been all strung up as being uh, tie, uh, going against um, Mother England, and they would have lost their lives, and that didn't happen. So they put their lives together as revolutionaries, and these these young women, they're being revolutionaries in terms of what they believe in, and that's that's the founding of the country. Okay, um, so Kellyanne Conway and um, Nikki Scully are both uh, January 20th babies, just like uh, Jeffrey Epstein. So uh, in terms of the Trump administration, those two women with their sons at one of Aquarius have been supporting President Trump because to be president, you have to start off your administration when the son is at one of Aquarius. So we'll see if Nikki Scully, uh, Nick, Nick, did I say Nick, Nikki Haley, sorry, Nikki Haley um, becomes prominent in the next several years to form a South Carolina governor. Nikki Scully is somebody involved with uh, tarot and astrology and so on, uh, I believe. So sorry about that reference. Um, so again, before closing, the citizenship and the whole census issue, which has to do with voting and voting rights um, and balancing that and, as a justice issue for the country, that's been happening with all this. And um, oddly enough, the day um, Perot, Ross Perot, who had run for president before between Clinton and uh, Bush number one, that occurred, uh, Ross Perot passing um, on that July ninth time period of the last moon palace conjunction and then tom uh steyer the billionaire on the same day decided to actually enter the race on the democratic side even though that seems like it's not going to happen the obamacare issues of health for uh is before a three-judge panel and that continues to happen we don't know what's going to happen with that that's also part of the palace athena health care um which also links to the largest asteroid, Ceres. And I reported that before. Um, Ceres is also involved with, with uh, Robert Mueller um, and Neil Cotillal, who was the former acting solicitor general. And I, I gave that report out, him being born in 1970, and there was a total uh, solar eclipse. And that was the year of the formation of the Environmental Protection Agency under Richard Nixon. And there was a tremendous connection there, again, to 14 plus a Pisces, the current Sun Palace Athena Progress Conjunction, as well as the largest asteroid series, which rules mothering and nurturing, and which is the only stationary body of the four main asteroids and the main planets when the United States came into being. So even with Palace Athena so strong, often we will see connections to Ceres, the largest asteroid, um, which does have a lot to do with health care and what happened in the Obama administration when the Progress U.S. Sun went over the natal series and Pisces uh, several years ago. Uh, so I've shared about the women and the soccer team, and we've got a chart on the Great Bear website here for Megan Rapino, who was born with a very prominent palace. I wanted to make sure I did mention that 
she has Venus conjunct Pallas in Taurus, which reminds me of Thomas Jefferson's birth chart, where Venus and, and uh, uh, Pallas were together at his first inauguration. But Megan Rapinoe is also born July 5th, 1985. Her son is conjunct the United States sun, and she's actually born with sun conjunct Ceres and Mars. And so the north node of the moon, which is fate and destiny, was crossing her son Ceres and Mars in winning uh, the women's soccer, and she's the co-captain of that team. The other thing is, interestingly, that she is moon in Aquarius. We don't know exactly what degree, but it appears to be in the latter part, which would mean her moon is conjunct the United States moon as well as the United States past Athena. So that's extremely significant. The shadow thing of Jeffrey Epstein, he was born when Juno is at 13 plus of Pisces, Mars is at 15 plus of Pisces, and Venus is at 16 plus of Pisces. He's got a triple conjunction in Pisces surrounding the sun palace progressed conjunction for the United States at 14 plus Pisces. So in his arrest and the alleged incidents with him of these terrible events, not only is his son at one of Aquarius connecting and illuminating all of next year's major events in the next inaugural chart for January 20th, 2021. So we don't know what revelations will come out of that that could affect President Trump because of his friendship with Jeffrey Epstein in the past, what other revelations would come out. But it's amazing that Venus, Mars, and Juno are in a triple conjunction, and they're surrounding and almost exactly conjunct with the 14 plus of Pisces, the degree of the sun progressed palace conjunction for the United States. Okay, we're almost done here. There are a couple other things that have happened the last couple of weeks. The Blood and Treasure show that I have been tuning into that started on May 21, which is a kind of Raiders of the Lost Ark for this summer on CBS. They're, they're going back to finding Cleopatra's sarcophagus and, and Mark Anthony's sarcophagus. But it connects up just like with the um, George Lucas stories with Raiders of the Lost Ark about Nazis from World War II. It, there's this whole thing about Project Athena, amazingly, that they bring up the name Athena in the show that has gone on for 11 episodes now. It's still happening, and I assume we'll probably get, you know, I don't know 100% whether it's good enough to run for another year, but there's a fair chance it would it would be. Um, let's see. Uh, there is a couple of other things. I mentioned the census, that, and, and then Acosta from the Labor Department resigning. That was a whole other thing because Acosta is connected to the whole Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein uh, idea. And Acosta had been a U.S. Uh, uh, a national attorney, a U.S. attorney, back wh whatever it was, 12 years ago or 14 years ago, connected to Florida, which gave him the sweetheart deal. So he wound up losing his job as labor secretary. And I think uh, there are several other things I could be putting in here that I'm probably going to forget. But I've, at any rate, you get the idea. Okay, that's pretty much the, the kit and caboodle of all of it. So I will leave it at that. Many blessings to everybody. I hope you can go back to the other ones and that you will continue to tune in to what we're doing here. In the next uh, Palace Athena, United States Sun, progressed uh, conjunction story, and then other ones to come on many other subjects will start happening uh, around August 2nd, August 3rd, before the next Moon Palace conjunction on August 5th. Again, many blessings. Thank you very much for listening. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.